0: Hello, and welcome to the Post Chapel podcast. Here on the campus of Kentucky Wesleyan College, we host a podcast every week to go over our previous chapel service at 1212. And we're so happy that you're tuning in to listen with us.
1: What's up? Hey,
0: we are coming at you from the campus of Kentucky Wesleyan College um, to go over our last week's chapel. Um, And it turns out it was our last week of going over integrity, and now we get to move on to love, but before we go on any further, we're going to go deeper into what we learned about integrity kind of overall through this series um, and what we took away from it, so we're going to get right into it. Today I have with me... Hello,
2: I'm Hunter
1: Matthews. I'm Ben Humphrey.
0: And I'm Maddie, and um, we've just been laughing, really, if we're honest with you. We've uh, been (laughs) enjoying today already, and I'm happy that I get to be on um, with them Today, going over everything, and let's just start it off with what integrity kind of means to you after hearing it talked about and brought up multiple times. I feel like it's a word that we hear kind of maybe often, but like what we really know about it and what it means to us. Um, so what do y'all, like, if you could sum up integrity, how would you sum it up?
1: Yeah, so I think whenever uh, we had Reverend Randolph, we kind of said something to the effect of integrity being like a mixture of um uh, of honesty and humility. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. I think that's what we said. Because you have to you have to uh um uh, you have to be humble enough to admit like I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I mess up, but you also have to um I forget where I was going with that, honestly. That's okay.
0: Yeah,
1: help Maddie. <laughs> it's okay. So
0: uh, humble enough to realize that kind of whenever you need to be corrected almost
1: yes that's thank you
0: yes is that no yeah yeah yeah. no (laughs) and I think that integrity aligns with those two perfectly because you have to be honest with yourself um but humble enough to realize that you aren't perfect and you're going to make mistakes but honest with yourself enough to say that well if I'm not doing something right if I'm not living the way that I have keep myself in check and then also on the other hand of that if people are trying to hold me accountable be open to that accountability um and so I think they both just go hand in hand because a humble heart isn't going to turn away people that are trying to like help them if that makes sense
1: could not have said it better myself
0: yeah um but I think that humility and is something that comes along with integrity because Integrity is all about being the same person no matter what, no matter who you're around, um, no matter what you're doing, always choosing the right thing, even when it's hard, even when you don't get gratification from doing it, even whenever your friends may do something different and you kind of want to do that, but no, you remain um, strong in what you believe and what you're following. Um, and so having that integrity is about one thing and it's being that one person all the time and consistency consistency and
1: uh, yeah it's it's not something that you just you do to hold over people's heads. Right. It's, it's something you do because it's the right thing to do
0: mm-hmm. and it's a lifestyle and it's the point where it just becomes so natural that one you're not supposed to be doing it for getting glorification from humans or people like you want you don't want to do it for the wrong reasons and so whenever it's something that naturally comes with time um and with intentionality like just knowing that this is what you're running after and you want to Stand strong in that and do it for the right reasons, I guess. But, I don't know, Hunter, you got anything to play off of that?
2: Yeah, um, I was going to say that doing it, like, making sure, because, like, whenever, like, I think about integrity, I always think about, like, the person behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Like, not being out and open about why you're doing it. And you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. Of, like, not being out and being like, oh, I'm this person this Mm -hmm. way. Not making sure everybody knows what you're doing, but making sure like, you know what you know what's right in your, mm-hmm. I guess inside of you, and knowing your morals, and making sure that you're doing the right thing because, ultimately, you're doing it for God, and mm-hmm. you're not doing it for anybody else. Right. So just making sure that you're you've got the right heart on it. Mm-hmm. Making sure, I guess, that you're not trying to get glorification from the wrong
0: place. Right, because it's almost like you would get busy getting caught up in those things. And then that's holding you back from actually moving forward in integrity because you're worried about what everybody else is doing and what everybody else thinks. Um, and he had touched on points saying, like, what does it look like to live a life of integrity? Um, and the first one that we went over was um, we must speak the truth um, and keeping your word because, like, I feel like oftentimes people say things before they think about what they're saying. Yep. Um, And so that in itself is just dangerous because what's coming out of your mouth is a reflection of what's in your heart and what's in your mind and what you're thinking. And it's hard to kind of like guard those thoughts sometimes and like hold your tongue. But we have to be careful because the way that we say things and what we say, there's weight to that. Um, And words can be heavy and words stick with people and, if you're constantly just speaking lies or c- trying to cover up something that's eventually going to catch up with you, um, and the weight of that is heavy. And yeah. just the way that you carry yourself in that manner, um, so constantly wanting to speak the truth because there's no need to try to hold things in, in a sense, too. Yeah. Like,
1: or even even maybe not necessarily, like, intentionally lying. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe just the thing like, you know, a lot of people – and I know I've struggled with this myself—is uh, having this this thing of feeling like feeling like you have to say yes to everything that's asked of you, mm-hmm. and like maybe it's because you you want to seem like you have it all together, or you just you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, you want to you want to be able to be there for everybody, whatever it is. And you might have really good intentions behind that, but at some point you can't handle it all. You know, there's mm-hmm. there are there's 24 hours in a day. You got to spend a few of those at least asleep. At some point, um. You've got to take time, you know, especially if you're a student, you've got you've got homework, you've got classwork you've got to do. Maybe maybe you're an athlete, you've got sports, you've got practice, you've got things you got to work on. Maybe you've got a job, you've got to be at work, which really cuts down on the amount of time you have to do those other things that you agreed to. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for me, it was always, like, anytime somebody asked me to do something, I wanted to seem like, I, I wanted to be dependable. Right. Not because, like not because it was be like, oh, look at me, I've got it all together, but because like I, did, I wanted them to feel like they could depend we on wanted me. wanted to be
2: there for them, But yeah.
1: at some level I did also want, want to say, look how dependable I am. Mm-hmm. But it got to the point where I just, I would double book myself so often, and I, right. had, I got to the point where I was like, I can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. So I, the thing that for me has helped me maintain some kind of integrity as far as that aspect goes is just being like, just whenever I'm asked something, can you do this, let me get back with you. Right. So it's just something as simple as that. Because it's not saying no. It's not saying yes either. Mm-hmm. It's saying I have to make sure that I can actually do that for you and for me.
0: Right, 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 right. To play off like what you said, I can like agree to that because it is very hard to not say yes to everything. But then you get to a certain point where you're spreading yourself too thin. And then you're like, oh my gosh, then... Are you actually going to be able to do that, whatever you said yes to, to the best of your ability?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like that's really like.
1: Yeah. And and that's my thing with it. Cause like, I, it's like, yeah, I can do it, mm-hmm. but can I do it well? Right. Because like, I mean, just the way that my brain works, it's just like, you know, where you start the day, you're like, maybe you started a hundred percent, maybe you started mm-hmm. 80% depending on like how your weekend was or how the day before was, how rested you were the night before, whatever, like wherever you start at battery wise, for me, it's like from the moment I wake up, it starts going down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, everything takes a little bit off. Even if it's something that I love doing, it still takes a little bit right. off of what I can do. And so it's like, mm-hmm. once I get down, you know, once you start getting down to the low battery, once that once that 20% warning comes, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, what else is there? And then that 10% warning comes, it's like, man, how much more do I have left? And then
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the battery is drained and you've still got things to do. It's like, oh man, like, I don't, right. it's like, what do you do at that point? You You're, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to, trying to go on empty, and that's, mm-hmm. that's hard. That's not good for you either. That's not good for you or whatever it is you're involved in.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's just so important to slow down sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, it is okay to rest. Like, we're called to have those times set yeah. aside for that specifically. But the pace of everyday life is so, like, go, 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 go. Yeah. Oh, we're so busy. We can't, like, sorry, we're really busy. Or... Yeah, let me do everything that I can do. We got to be there. We got to be there. We got to be th- yeah. somebody that is there for everybody and but then eventually like that catches up with you and like your attempt to do good is a good thing, but it if it's not you fully being there. And so that like is a a great example of speaking the truth in what you say is what you mean. So if you say yes to something, you said yes. Mm-hmm. So what you say is what you mean. So you're going to be there for me. You're going to give me your all. That's a yes. But like if we are taking on so many things, that yes can be, yeah. Maybe like it, it hits you with a Y-E-A, you know, like a, yeah. <laughs> not a full yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like it's kind not of. E-
1: not, even, not even close to a full yes. It's just like, yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: You just, it's it's really hard when you get into that, mm-hmm. that frame, especially like, and I know like speaking just like for me, you know, wanting, like wanting to be involved in good things, like, mm-hmm. um, like outside of here, you know, I have a second job that I want to, I want to try to do my best at all. So a uh, volunteer at our church, I lead worship with the middle school and high schoolers sometimes. And I want to be able to do that well, but it's like, you know, I can't, I can't do all of that all of the time and still do all of it well.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Because, again, that's just how I'm wired. Maybe you're one of those people who can go, go, go all the time. Mm -hmm. In which case, that's awesome. I envy you for that. But I'm also really happy that's not me because just thinking about that makes me tired.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I also, like, on the flip side of it, like, after doing so many things, sometimes I get to the point where I was like, okay, I don't want to do anything at all. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, completely like
1: you just get burnout.
0: Yeah, and it's like that's not what I want to do, but that's how I feel because I've been going so much. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, I like that perspective. It was a different one that I hadn't thought of. And Yeah,
1: and, and and like just this conversation now is kind of making me think about the relationship between integrity and burnout.
0: Mhm.
1: Because like, you know, you hear burnout thrown around so, so many different ways today. It's like and it's like it you don't you, know, you don't really think of it as a matter of integrity because it's like it's not right there on the surface. Mm-hmm but it is involved because it's got some, le- some element of being honest with yourself
0: mm-hmm.
1: and honest with the people around you. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm struggling right now. I'm tired. Right. I'm, I need a rest. And, you know, I mean, and we weren't made to run 24 seven.
0: And then we, um, talked about how living a life of integrity, we must stand up for what is right. Um, and then that is, it goes right along with speaking the truth. Um, Even whenever it's hard to hear, in hard situations, like, we must always speak the truth. Um, And we know what the truth is. It's a matter of speaking it in a way of love Mm -hmm. and light and not stomping on someone. Yeah. Like, we are not called to judge people because that's the opposite of loving someone.
1: I'm going to push back on that a little bit, but just as a matter of semantics. Because, like, we say, like, we we hear judge and we automatically Mm -hmm. think of it as a negative thing. Mm -hmm. But we also we judge everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, when you pull up, when you're going up to a stoplight, you see that light turn yellow, you judge whether or not you can make it through that. Which, by the way, you're never supposed to try to run through a yellow light. This is bad advice. Don't take it. You judge whether or not you can floor <laughs> right. it and make it through that yeah. green light. Cause we all do that, <laughs> whether we want to admit it or not, or whether or not you need to stop, you know, like judging is not a bad thing, but like, but I understand what you're saying. Like you, you, you're saying, like, it's you don't condemn people. Right. I under, And I understand what you're saying. I I don't want you to feel like I'm being like, no, Maddie, that's mm-hmm. not what i you know. Um, this is also just, like, to clarify for me more than anything, um, that, ju- you know, judging is one thing, but condemning people is mm-hmm. absolutely not loving. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to make that judgment to speak the truth. Right. And to, and love at the same time. Mm-hmm. You have to just say, you have to judge yourself even, mm-hmm. it, like, is saying this can I say this in a loving way or do I need to shut up right now? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I like that. You can put it in different perspectives of like, cause like that's, I, that's what I meant by judgment. But like that is also, right. cause we judge, you have to be able to judge a situation if that's something that you can step into as well. Um, yeah, that was, that was good, Ben. I'm glad that you, oh, thank you. yeah, clarity on that.
2: Um, I'm just going to speak, I guess on the, the student side of things. Um, cause like, in, in college, it's really hard to be, I guess, speak up for what you believe and speak up for what is right and the truth, especially like when you have so many people coming back at you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in a class right now where all the whole point of the class is to discuss, like we just discuss, that's all we do in the class. And we always pretty much turn into an, a big, a big argument. Um, just because they have so many different point of views, mm-hmm. and we're at a smaller college, smaller institution. So you can only imagine like what somebody at a bigger institution um, comes across on a daily basis. Like, I can think it it' get really hard, especially like student wise being a Christian in college, to just I guess declutter everything that's coming at you Mm -hmm. and really find peace knowing that you've tried your best and you've done your best um trying just be as truthful and as I guess not being a hypocrite Mm -hmm. is I guess the best way to describe that not being judgmental but really trying to spread the word of God in such a positive way without coming across as being pushy I guess Mm -hmm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. um I, it's really a, it's a really hard topic, um, but it is a really good topic. I feel like that's needed to be heard, especially as the world gets going the way it is. Um, it just seems like there's some, there's so much judgment, so much arguing in the world today. and I feel like it's just a lack of integrity on so many different levels um, if we get back to like God's integrity building our foundation on that, then I feel like we would see a big change. Mm -hmm.
0: I just feel that, like, compassion is at the center of ministry. And whenever we are trying to approach people, because we have this good news. You have this good news, and it's all about how you share that good news. And so, like, the compassion side of it, because, like, I served – this past summer at a location and it was a compassion ministry. And so it had to look different because the people that I was directly coming into contact with every day, it couldn't be like, okay, let me tell you everything. Like, you know, it couldn't be in a way that was, this is what you have to believe in because this is what I believe. Like it was, that's not what we are called to do. And so like the compassion side of it is, Let me sit down with you. Let me, like, hear about your life. Let me know, let me get to know you. Let me form this relationship with you Um, because it's all about relationships. And that's the biggest thing for me, like, what I've been wrapping my head around is the relationship that we have with the Father. That's what it's all about, like, relationship over blank, relationship over, you know what I mean? Does that make sense, kind of? Um, Yeah. Because we serve a God that meets you right where you are, and he's patient, and he's kind, and he waits, and he doesn't push he never pushes, you know what I mean? And like for us to think that we can is just silly of us to think,
1: yeah. I guess. And it's also fun to think about like God doesn't he he doesn't like force you mm-hmm. to accept any any part of himself. Like
2: mm-hmm.
1: like he he's like Jesus himself even came to earth to give his life knowing that some people might not mm-hmm. might not ever come even come anywhere close to loving him back. Which that kind of love is insane. Mm-hmm. We, like, I, I don't think any one person can really fully understand that kind of love. But, you know, like as far as like, right, like standing up for what is right in that sense, you know, like in instances where, where it's, it's, it's not the right move to just be like, okay, this is what you need to know right here, right now. And it's in a lot. And that's a lot of times it's, it's not the right time to just meet, just meeting someone for the first time is not the time to throw everything on them. It's the time to, listen mm-hmm. and and show them compassion because sometimes people a lot of times people have gone through hard stuff mm-hmm. you know I mean no one you run into is a blank slate and and even you know in a broader sense the whole standing up from right or wrong standing up for right in uh, in the face of what's wrong you know can even look like you know in uh, in your job maybe maybe your boss is asking you to do something that's unethical or maybe or it like goes against some kind of if you work in a restaurant it goes against a health code or mm-hmm. maybe something even even simple like that but it's like no i'm not going to do that that's wrong it can be simple things like that that might have bigger consequences that you're not aware of
0: our last point we talked about how we must stay committed um and being committed to live a life of integrity and what that looks like because um, commitment is everything because whenever you commit to something you're saying that you're going to do that that's a commitment um and if you're committing to living a life of integrity um that has to be something that you keep up and you maintain because it's not something that you can just let go or you commit one time and then you just never look back you never think about it again because it's something that you not only commit but you have to maintain and like it's
1: it's active
0: right like it's something that you can't just say yes to one time and then because you grow and you change and you mature and you different things come into your life and you have to decide whether or not, are you going to keep this up? Are you going to maintain this? Um,
1: it kind of reminds me of like you know, the difference between, so my wife has a lot of plants and like my sister just moved into a new apartment. She's like, Oh, can I, it's like, I want a plant for my apartment. And so uh, my, my wife was like, okay, well, what, well, what kind of plant do you want? My sister says, um, one that I don't have to do anything to. <laughs> yeah. So you want a fake plant?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Low maintenance, please. <laughs>
2: Yes.
1: It's just so funny, cause like the difference in adi- the difference in not necessarily attitude toward it, but like
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just how my sister is. Like she doesn't want to have to have something that she's got to maintain it's not, right. it's not because she's lazy; it's just because it's one more thing. Right. You know. Um. But my wife just loves her little plants, cause mm-hmm. I mean, cause they're pretty, and they are. I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. Even if they are taking up a whole whole end table in my living room, <laughs> um, I love you, honey. Um. <laughs> but it's like it's something that you have to maintain. It's not you. Mm-hmm. You can't just sit there and look at them because if you just sit there and look at them, eventually they're going to start to wilt. They're going to start to turn yellow. Right. They're going to, they'll die.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: the same thing with like integrity. Like he, uh our speaker uh mentioned uh, some ways to like maintain your integrity is to, is like filter what you allow into your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, It is kind of an old, it's a, it's kind of a cliche, but at some level cliches are true. Right. It's the garbage in garbage out,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which it's not, it's not like a a necessary thing. Like if you get garbage in, you will get garbage out, you know, but it's like, it's a, it's definitely a lot easier to, uh, like say you're listening to a lot of listening to a lot of music or shows or whatever that has like a lot of bad language Mm and it's a lot easier to like, Oh, that's just normal language. And you're just throwing out inappropriate language Mm -hmm. at at really inappropriate times too. Or, you know, it's that, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. and I'm moment of integrity here I'm the worst about that mm-hmm. because like it's so easy now you know like right. sh- like you s- you're you scrolling through Spotify true, sure that song's got the little E beside it but who cares
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know it's what's what's it really matter yeah it, it, it can matter
0: mm-hmm. I know and that's for me like because songs get stuck in my head so easy
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like that's where you like what are what songs stuck in your head you know what I mean like what have you been listening to like because it's Something that maybe you can't stop singing, or at least you're singing it in your head, and it's like,
1: you ever like sitting in church or somewhere like in the in a, <laughs> and a really bad song pops in your head, you're like,
0: okay, get out, remove, not get, the out, time. get out, yeah, bad timing. <laughs> um, but that is very true because if you're constantly listening or being around people that aren't uplifting, um, because music can uplift or it can put you down, mm-hmm. it can. Like, cause I love a good sad song, but what does it make me feel? Sad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it can. That has power to do that. Like, cause it's just what you're putting into your mind and your heart. Um, and so that's the outflow or the whatever you're putting out. Um, so you have to watch what you're doing and watch what you're listening to and who you're being around. Um, and maintaining that, like you said, Ben, can be hard.
1: And it's easy, like music's just the easiest thing to right. go to at that point, just because you know who who doesn't listen to music mm-hmm. every day. I mean, like,
0: mm-hmm. sure,
1: I know I know a couple of people who uh, don't who don't even play, play the radio in their car, but you know, they're they're my grandmother, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and my father-in-law. They're it's like it's very it's statistical uh, statistical anomaly. Just like you guys are out here on your own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like how.
0: Right.
2: How do
1: you survive in that sense? But they, but they do somehow.
2: So, I guess it's <laughs> I one less thing for them to worry it, about. Though right. is like <laughs>
0: True. they just are with their thoughts and yeah. yeah. Man.
2: And I think going off that, uh, I think our speaker might have touched on this or something. I touched on with Sean earlier in the week. It's just the people you're around, mm-hmm. the twelve people that you're in your inner circle. I can't really stress that enough, because. Um, like Ben said, trash in, trash out. Mm -hmm. If you keep letting negative emotions or not good things with the people around you, that's most likely what you're going to end up being like Mm -hmm. and what you're going to end up thinking and what you're going to end up saying and doing. So really having, watching who's really in your inner circle because you can have a ton of people that you're friends with Mm -hmm. or acquaintances with, Um, but watch out really who is your, like, main people that is, you spend time with every day or talk to every day Mm -hmm. because those people are going to be in your inner circle and if those people are negative or doing a bunch of, I guess, quote-unquote trashy things, then it's going to be trash in, trash out. Mm -hmm. So that's something that has really, I guess, stuck with me throughout the past few years since Sean's mentioned it and we've had some speakers mention it in the past Mm -hmm. Um, just because, like, it's so easy to, fall into about who you're with um but it's i'm lucky enough to have 12 great people around me and um i mean it's just it's one of those important things especially Mm -hmm. um as a college student
1: right for sure i think uh so one of the things that are in the notes here for the speaker uh is like how many how many times do we justify our sins by their size, and I think that's really relevant to especially mm-hmm. like, what, like what you're talking about just now with your friends um because like like for me, I'm just naturally very um cynical, just the way my brain works is like i'm I was like, all right, what's the worst case scenario? that's probably what's gonna happen mm-hmm. just and I don't know if it's like maybe it's like a defense mechanism to prepare myself just for the worst or maybe yeah. uh, maybe whatever it is, either way, I know that's still not right, mm-hmm. I know like okay, but what if it turns out great? No, there's still that. And so, like, I have a lot of people around me who are, like, the complete opposite of me. Like, my wife is the complete opposite of mm-hmm. me. Uh, like, anytime I bring up something, it's like, oh, but what if this, all this could go wrong? She's like, yeah, but what if it doesn't? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's also a possibility. Yeah. And it's like, I just, uh, I think that's really interesting, like, just with how different people work, too. And, and like, as far as um, justifying your sins by their size, it's like, that doesn't feel very big. Right. You know, it feels like, okay, so I... So I prepared myself for the worst. Who cares? Okay, you also ignored what could be good. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this skit that my my mom and her friends showed me and my friends, which sounds like it was like an after school special type deal. It wasn't. It was actually really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's these two guys. One of them's playing a the dad. One of them's playing the son. The Son comes up to his dad and he's like, "Hey, I want to go see this movie with my friends." You know, it's it's a it's an action movie. You know, it's got a little bit of language in it, but it's not, it's not a lot. It's just a little. It's fine um it's like and there's um you know there's some really intense stuff like it's kind of violent you know but it, it's only a little violence and it's like uh and it's got some inappropriate stuff in there you know it's just like some there's some nudity but it's just a little bit and it's like you know whatever and so the dad's like okay yeah sure uh you can go but first uh here try one of these brownies i made so the son eats the brownies mm-hmm. he's like he's like wow these are really great what's in there he's like oh guess you'll you'll never guess what i put in there he's like Starts naming off all these different things. It's like I don't know. What did you put in? Uh, just a little dog poop.
2: Mm.
1: It's like dog. There's dog poop in
2: this.
1: Yeah. It's, like, it's like just a little. But you put dog poop in the bread. Yeah, just it's just a little bit of dog poop. Mm-hmm. And the sun starts going off. He's like, he's like there's dog poop in the bread. Like, and the dad's like, it's just a little bit though. And the sun just kind of stops. He's like, I get it. Okay, and just storms off. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like. And that better be lemonade in the fridge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: It's like, you know, just a little bit can have a big effect. Like who wants to eat a brownie even if it's got just a little bit of dog poop in right, it? Right, right. It's still dog poop in the brownie.
0: Mm-hmm. That's very, very true. The little things matter. Right. Like That's a, a testament to that. Um,
1: a big one. <laughs> a, big,
0: a big testament to that. Oh, man. Um But that's just so important and integrity could, we could, I feel like we could go on and on, but I feel like the biggest takeaways for me are to truly be intentional with the way that you are living and the way that I'm living, you know, um, and keeping that in check daily, even on days whenever I don't feel the best or whenever I don't feel like doing anything or being anybody, you know what i mean? Like if but at the end of the day like if you are striving like we have to hold that integrity seriously. Um and we have to be that person that is trustworthy and dependable and that people can count on. Um because we could choose not to care, but that would be easy to choose just not to care.
2: Yeah.
0: Um but it's not that's not what we're called to do. We're cho- we're called to care. And care a lot. And so that looks like caring about the way you carry yourself and caring about the people around you. Um, because people need good, reliable people that want the best for them. And they need people that are going to listen to them with an open heart, with an open ears, with, like, a hug. You know what I mean? Like, people need people. And what better way? to be that kind of person and that kind of people and to be of integrity and be of love and be of good character and be of compassion and everything under the sun that mm-hmm. God gives us very freely um, because all the good that we can have is not by our own.
1: And if I could just add one last thing. this yeah. The scripture that, uh, that the speaker the speaker used in chapel was, uh, it was Proverbs 3.32. Uh, in my translation it says, For the devious are detestable to the Lord, but he is a friend to the upright. And the, I'm not sure if he used a different translation or if this was his paraphrase, but I still, re- I, re- I liked it either mm-hmm. way. He said, "The Lord delights in those who have integrity," and mm-hmm. I just thought that was, I was like, you know, that's really that's, right. that's that's true. You know, God, God didn't make us, like we said earlier, God didn't make us to run 24 seven. He didn't make us to, um, look perfect on the outside and the inside be like, just yeah. be completely and totally exhausted and not able to even. Uh, think about taking care of ourselves mm. because we're because we're trying to maintain this outward appearance it's it's the Lord delights in those who have integrity mm-hmm. whether that's being honest with yourself, honest with others, whatever the situation may be mm-hmm. it makes God it doesn't just make God kind of happy God delights in that. Right. God is overjoyed mm-hmm. to see our integrity
0: mm-hmm. yeah what a good God. That he literally is, he, I could just, he's giddy and happy and delighted to not only dwell in us, but to see the fruit of him yeah. within us. God's sharing you on. Yeah, he is all the time. Mm-hmm. And living with integrity can bring people closer to God, and what a gift that that is um, mm. to share with everyone around us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for
0: listening. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next week.
2: See ya.